Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, have you gotten your tickets to uh, Project Down and Dirty Comedy yet? There are still about 150 tickets left. We just found out. Uh, go to mytalk1071.com keyword comedy and get your hands on those tickets before they're all gone. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Uh, here's the question we want to know uh, What's the biggest thing you've quit right in the middle of? Like a, a marathon? Maybe like oh a, a wedding. That would be kind of delightful. I mean, I'm sure I'm out of here. people have stories like this. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's the biggest thing you've quit right in the middle of? Where does this come from? Well, I don't know about you, but I am delighted and tickled by this story of the cornerback from the Buffalo Bills. That's a thing. Yes. Oh, okay. Tell Apparently, me more. he um, decided in the middle of the game, literally at halftime. Uh-huh. To retire from football. Like from the game or like from the entire thing? From all of football. His name oh. is Vontae Davis. Okay. And literally last night or yesterday, whatever, when they were playing their game. I mean, you know what a sports fan I am. I wasn't watching it. But I was going to say, how did you learn about this story? Because the it interwebs? was. Yeah, because it's been all over. And I was like, I, I need to know more about this because I'm delighted a little bit by the notion of somebody going I don't want to do this anymore. And having he the, the cojones, he w- had been playing. Okay. And then they, the whole team took halftime in the locker room. Okay. And Vontae Davis never showed back up on the, wow. on the, uh, on the leave, field. Leave your team, team hanging. hanging. And that's the thing is like, there's two kind of narratives going on at the same time. There's the one that is saying exactly what you just said. Like, what kind of team player is that? What a jerk. Yeah. And then there's and the people wait until the end of the game. Right. And then there's the people who are like, yeah, man, he must have been over it. And also, we're kind of sort of inspired by that notion, right? That you live a life where when you don't like what you're doing so much, you can just halfway through it be like, deuces, bye, I'm out. I mean, just from the cursory listening to you tell this, I don't like that. Because I just feel like that just seems douchey. Like, who benefits from that? Okay, you do. Awesome. But do we need a world where we're reinforcing you do you? Uh, I mean, I should say at the expense of everyone else. I don't know. That's my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did release an official statement that says many things. But among them, he talks about how he's been programmed to do this job. Mm -hmm. And uh, despite the pain of it, and he always wants to perform at his highest. Yeah. But he hasn't felt like his body has been able to get there. And he said 
in his words. But today on the field, it really hit me fast and hard. I shouldn't be out here anymore. And he says he doesn't disrespect his teammates, but he said he knew he wasn't himself. And in that moment, he sort of just yeah. had this clarity and he was well, like, hey, I'm out of here. He was, you know, I don't know. Have you ever done anything yes. like that? Like what? Well, I mean, this is a dumb example, but I did do this there in are the no middle. Dumb examples. Well, it was a long, long time ago in high school. <laughs> I so I took Chinese for four years okay. in high school. Mm-hmm. Halfway through my senior year, like feasibly, I should be able to like make it through the rest of yeah high school. Sure. Uh, I just was sitting in the class and I was like, I don't care about this language anymore. Wow. I don't really want to learn anymore. You, I just didn't like being in there. I picked up my books. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Okay. And I went to the bathroom, but then I went right to the counselor's office and I was like, I need to drop this class. I just Why? can't take this. Cl- I just was over After it. After that long? I know it was dumb. I didn't need the class though. Like I didn't need it for yeah. my credits. I, mean, I did was you, like, like I don't say take anything this to class. your teacher? Like, bye. No, I mean, I was like 18. Okay. 17. I didn't know social graces in the way that I do now. Okay. Uh, All right. Let's go to the phone. 651-641-1071. What's the biggest thing you've quit right in the middle of? Sharon Lee is on the line. Hi, Sharon Hi, Lee. Sharon. Hi. So I used to get a bunch of triathlons to uh, get in practice for the marathons. And so I was, um, it's a swim, bike, run. Mm-hmm. So I'm with a friend and we were right by the water. We had our wetsuit on, um, our caps on. And one wave was ahead of us, and we were going to be the next wave. And I suddenly decided I didn't want to do it, so I say to my friend, "You want to go shopping?" <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. I love on the T-shirt, and so we decided, okay, and we walked away, and we went shopping. And she refused to ever wear that T-shirt for that tri- triathlon. Oh, she hilarious. didn't earn it. She yeah. felt like no, that's valid. <laughs> I love that. That is so awesome. I get awesome. that though. Like I think about being Thank in the middle of a Sharon workout, Lee. and you're like. Oh, I just, I don't want to finish doing this. Nine times out of 10, though, I do it because I don't want to like be, I always have that, do you have that voice in your head where you're like, don't not do this because then you're going to. You always regret the thing that you don't finish, but you won't regret finishing it. Yes. Now I try to just not start the thing. mm. Well, we've gotten some emails, some really good ones. Uh, We start, we let's start with Elaine. She said, when we got our first house, my husband and I were sure we could re-landscape the front yard. So we started, and then we just gave up halfway through. To this day, that house has two beautifully groomed laurel shrubs and then just dirt and weeds. Oops. I love that. Now we got one from Mag who said, I tried to make my own prom dress in the 80s, and I stopped halfway. (laughs) That sounds like a bad idea. The top was cute, and then the bottom was just basically a satin sheet haphazardly sewn to the bottom. And this is good intentions. I know, and this is the one that I think you and I can relate to, Bradley. All right. This comes from Benjamin. Okay. Hey, Ben. I got my first internship out of college, which was sort of a big deal to get my foot in the door for my career. I quit after three days. The reason is the real kicker. There was no coffee pot. Uh, No coffee shop nearby. uh, And the boss just said, we really aren't coffee people. And then he says, I now manage a care. Oh, my God. That's delightful. (laughs) Isn't that great? Yeah. I'm sorry, but I absolutely totally approve. Can you imagine? I know. Then we got this email. Uh, Okay, not many people know this because it's slightly embarrassing. I made it through 3.8 years of college. And in the last month or so before graduating, I just realized I was so uninterested in my degree. I didn't care about biology and I didn't care anymore. Uh, I'm 
didn't care anymore in general. In general, I dropped out of college with a month left. Yeah, I mean, I can relate to that. I have a long story that I won't share with you now because we don't have the time, but about quitting Dea would not be the first person. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. See, I think everybody has something that they just decided I, I can't I'm not for one reason or another, I'm not going to finish this thing. That's that's a uh, it's a little different to me than uh, the moment of that guy just being in the middle of the thing with a thing like when you've got all this tension and there's all this, you know, or or like the other uh, person who shared about the triathlon where you just look around and you're like, Why yeah, you know, I'm out of here. Yeah. Like I, I fantasize about those moments a lot. Like mm-hmm. when like we're, again, workouts, I've done competition you know, like CrossFit stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've had that moment where you're sitting there and they're ready to blow the whistle or whatever. And you're like, um, I'm just going to walk over here and mm-hmm. pretend I'm a spectator. Yeah. Like I've certainly fascinated about those moments before. You mean fantasized? What did I say? Fascinated. Did I say fascinated? I don't yeah. know what planet I'm on. Yes, I'm fascinated <laughs> about those. But I just love, I love the way that, uh, that this uh, cornerback uh, just decided, like, he it, he took that moment of clarity, and he went with it. It's like that guy from the JetBlue who flew off, yes. popped the emergency slide, and was like, deuces, I'm out. Did it spectacularly. I mean, didn't, like, wait until that flight was over, yeah. and then went and, like, Bye! got on the calendar of a supervisor, and then sat down. You know what I mean? There's something about that that just, like, gives in to everybody's fantasy of that thing that they so desperately did not want to be doing anymore, that they spectacularly gave a middle finger to all things just to give in to You that. and I would have a hard time with this, no matter where and when. Because we're such, like, we don't want to, like, burden somebody else with our decisions. True. This right? is true. I just see us, like... Yeah. No, we would like, stay and be um, miserable for a Yeah, time. for sure. But that's kind of like that's kind of a good thing. Oh, it's not a bad thing. That's true. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, our Carrie Underwood inside source was Ooh. right. We're gonna remind you who our inside source is and what they said after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Sounds like our Carrie Underwood inside source was right about some things. Or at least we think. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey, y'all. And Bradley, remind us. Okay, so we've heard some more out of Carrie Underwood, mm-hmm. but we had a source about mm, three or so weeks ago who came to us with some information. So can you remind us? Yeah. What our source told us. Absolutely. So there's a listener uh, who sent me a message on Insties and it was involving Carrie Underwood. And I was like, what? This is awesome. Because we talk about blind items all the time. We don't get people coming to us with actual details. And this person uh, who shall remain nameless only because it makes it sound more mysterious. Mm -hmm. He said, basically, um, he uh, I'm just trying to see if I want to read this to you or if I just want to summarize. So. Yeah, I'm going to uh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to summarize because the it goes all over the place. Basically, the first message that he sent suggested that when she fell last year, it maybe had to deal with a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. It implied uh, his message implied that she had a miscarriage. Now, whether she had a miscarriage and then the fall or the fall was, you know, all that is up for debate, but essentially implying that there was a miscarriage, which is why she concocted this other story and was very mysterious about 
what actually happened exactly. last year when she fell, right? So that was the first set of um, uh, messages that he sent on Instagram. And then, and this is a person who, by the way, was uh, very close to the source. Like he was actually uh, in the same place that she lives, had gone by her home, mm-hmm. has mutual friends, blah, blah, blah. So this is somebody that I took as legitimate at least in the way he presented himself. Yeah, it made sense. And so I, we were like, okay, well, this seems kind of like, wait, I haven't heard this, right? We haven't right. talked about this. Not at all. That had absolutely not been part of the conversation at all. In fact, there were a lot of other stories that were a part of the conversation um, that well, we yeah, her didn't... husband yeah. was abusive, yeah. And, all, and that maybe drugs or alcohol were involved, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. However, what we did know from Carrie Underwood was that she was being kind of cagey about some bigger story that was related to the fall, but that she wasn't ready to tell. And we were all kind of, we all thought it had something to do with her injuries. So, you know, here we have this inside source saying, mm, well, uh, you know, she probably had a miscarriage and that's why she doesn't want to talk about this. And, you know, that makes sense, right? Like, this is mm-hmm. not something that someone, uh, when it happens, is going to want to immediately open up a mic and share that story. But remember that at the time that she fell, she said, I will at some point talk about all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, lo and behold, then we have this story that appears in People, this interview that she did with CBS Sunday morning, morning mm-hmm. uh, where she breaks down and talks about how she had multiple miscarriages, actually. Mm-hmm. And we've learned that that, um, you know, that's been part of her journey over the last couple of years. Yeah. Well, excuse me. We broke that story before People magazine. Anyone. Also, thanks to this to the source, and please continue to send me messages on Insties because I would like more details on and anybody else for that matter who has connections. Thank you. Uh, send them on the Insties, and uh, you or can the remain Twitters, nameless, or the Facebooks, or and whatever. Faceless. When you and have stuff, please give us celebrity dirt. Thank you. Yeah, we'd like thanks. to be a source as well. Uh, let's listen to, if we can, some audio from that interview from CBS Sunday morning, Sunday morning this weekend of Carrie Underwood talking about two, 2017 and what that was like for her. You can't win all the time. You got to have some downs to realize when you're up. I'm going to cry. Dang it. Hormones. Um, 2017 just wasn't how I imagined it i'd kind of planned that 2017 was you know going to be the year that i work on new music and i have a baby we got pregnant early 2017 and didn't work out my son isaiah is the sweetest thing and he's the best thing in the world and i'm like if we can never have any other kids that's okay because he's amazing and I have this amazing life like really what can I complain about I can't I have an an incredible husband incredible friends an incredible job an incredible kid can I be mad no and I got mad so that's Carrie Underwood talking about those miscarriages and you know one of the things that we don't know at this point or at least she hasn't really kind of drawn the connect the dots to it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. 
Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Is what that, if that fall was a part of any of those miscarriages. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't. you know, we don't have any of those details. So that's certainly not what we're saying that she's said. Because we don't know that. Yeah, no, no. This, does, I mean, she hasn't confirmed uh, the fact that um, what we've talked about or what this um, source has shared. But it certainly is interesting to me that somebody who is loosely connected to Carrie Underwood mm-hmm. knew the story before the rest of us did. Um, and certainly was it was later confirmed that at least a piece of that story, even if the timing is wrong, uh, was correct, you know. I mean, that to me says something. Absolutely. Right? That means there's probably some truth there. Now, in the grand scheme of things, what does it mean? I don't know. But it means that, you know, that weird journey we were on publicly with mm-hmm. her was not. Um, it, well, it was weird. Mm-hmm. And but it is <laughs> we have a better idea yeah. of why it was weird. Yeah. I mean, it's explained a little bit by grief and uh, by just sort of not wanting to share that piece of her. Etc. I mean, there's a, there is an explanation there, uh, but oh man, that was a weird journey we went on. Yeah. Hey, I mean, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to take you on another weird journey, and that is the journey to the throne of Lord and Lady D Bag. Celebrities behaving badly. We will tell you about them when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show right here on My Talk 107.1. Behaving badly at about this time every day on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We like to tell you about those celebrity be- celebrities behaving badly, and we call them a very special name. Bradley, that name is D Bag. Yes, ma'am. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. I'm so excited to share my D-bag with you today. Her name is Kirstie Alley. Oh, I've, I've heard of her. I've been blocked by her on oh, Twitter. Me Yay. too. Yay. And uh, she, I want you to know, here's a headline for you. Kirstie Alley hits back at rumors that she, that her best friend, John Travolta, is gay. As she admits, she was very madly in love with him. Yeah, that don't mean okay, nothing. Okay, that okay, don't mean okay. a thing. Can I just point out the obvious? I have a number of things to take issue with in this story, but I will start with the obvious right there in the headline. Mm-hmm. Just because you were madly in love with him don't mean he's not gay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gay, I would just like to remind those of you who've forgotten what that means. That is where one man uh, likes to sing show tunes and decorate interiors. (laughs) Um, Also, do the thing with the the mans. Okay. (laughs) Now, getting back to the story. Why, you might be asking, is Kirstie Alley talking about this nonsense? Why is Kirstie Alley talking about this nonsense? Especially because she talked about it last month on Celebrity Big mm-hmm. Brother. You'll mm-hmm. remember that's where she was. And remember, she, there was that whole thing about how, like, oh, he was the one that got away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're all like, we're not buying it. Mm-hmm. First of all, um, you were not buying it. But she's and second of all, st- second of all we're, we're not still buying not it. buying it. Okay. And we're not buying it on September 17th Mm-mm. either. But Kirstie Alley, 67. We'll put it on sale. We're still not buying it. 
said that she thinks her best friend, she does not think her best friend is gay. Also, are they best friends? They are not best friends. They are in the same cult together. And this is just an attempt by her to um, further his like fake sexuality story. Quote, no, I don't think he's gay. I mean, I know him pretty well and I know the love dot dot dot. What does that mean? Exactly. Again, it means that they're both in a cult and anything. Now, look, I am not one to be like, I don't want to. It's not like I'm trying to bark up John Travolta's tree. So I need to like claim that his sexuality is such and so. Yeah. You don't want him or care where he is. Yeah. If he wants to join our club, go for it. We'll welcome you to the meeting. We'll throw you a party. You'll get a toaster. But that won't make you automatically have to defend him, right? Just because you're in the same club. Like all of a sudden he comes out and I'm like, "Uh, we love John Travolta now. I mean, that works for like Lady Gaga and Barbara Streisand. It does not work for John Travolta. It is more about this notion that he and her, he and she, they are in the Church of Scientology. And the thing I've learned about the Church of Scientology, and to call it a church is probably a, a casting aspersions on churches everywhere. It's a cult. And these people are totally fine with lying to your face about all sorts of things. Oh, yeah. So, and we've we've gone deep with John Travolta in the past. Okay. And a lot of people probably can say that, but we're talking <laughs> Many about... Many of them masseurs, <laughs> right? Many of them who've provided... Provided massage therapy for him uh, or just found themselves at a gym at 4 Mm a.m. when a creepy old dude behind them comes up and says, hey, can I take my picture with you? Anyway, so she um, is still talking about it. And the really creepy thing about it is now she claims to be besties with John Travolta and his wife, Kelly Preston. Mm -hmm. Right. Also a Scientologist. Also a Scientologist. Mm -hmm. And she talks. She goes on. Uh, here's what she says. I just want to read her words. Because, again, she's saying John Travolta, not gay, because I see the love. I don't know, no, know what that means. Yeah. Um, then she talks about when they were, like, hot and heavy, even though they weren't, because she was married to uh, Connor, Connie Stevens. What was his name? Um, that guy. Parker Stevenson. Stevens can't lose. Yeah. Quote, he was potential marriage material. I almost ran off and married John. I did love him and still love him. And if I hadn't been married, I would have gone and married him. And I would have been in an airplane because he flies airplanes, right? Yeah. Um, what is she on drugs again? Yes, probably. What is happening? John would agree it was the mutual. Uh, it was mutual that we sort of fell in love with each other, which is such a weird thing to say, right? It was John would agree that it was mutual that we sort of fell in love with each other. But she's okay. saying she would have gone off and left her husband. Now, what she also says is this, and this is the thing. Hold on to what you, right, you're thinking yep, I'm of. chewing on it. It wasn't a sexual relationship because I'm not going to cheat on my husband. But, you know, I think there are things. Here we go. There are things that are way worse than sexual relationships than cheating on someone that way. So she wants you to believe that John Travolta is so heterosexual that she was willing to have a non-sexual really naughty relationship with him whatever that means it means nothing she's making up stuff out of whole cloth to convince you that he is heterosexual and i'm like why are you trying so hard this is the weird pr spin that the church of scientology pushes right they do they literally throw the entire what's it called pot of spaghetti at the wall to see and then whatever sticks they just go with 
Um, I mean, I would have left my husband, but I wouldn't because I don't want to cheat. But it wasn't a sexual relationship, but we still, it was worse than that. And I have lemurs. Here's the thing. This Okay, so all of that is already happening, right? So they're just throwing all of the cooked spaghetti at the wall to see what sticks. But then if we are to believe that indeed John Travolta and Kelly Preston have an authentic marriage that is full of love and laughter as they always try to tell us. Yeah. And... And we also believe that Kirstie Alley is such great friends with them. Yeah. How does that feel to have her walking around blabbing her mouth about, about how she wanted their to mutual see love Thank for you. each other? Thank you. Even though it wasn't sexual, but it's a connection and they just love yeah, each other. Yeah, if I were Kelly Preston, I'd be like, you can't call mm-hmm. that Kirstie Alley girl no more because uh-uh. she's bad news. Mm-hmm. She's trying to get in your non-pants. Exactly. Because she wants you so bad, she doesn't want to be sexual. She wants it's like Which it's so hot. That it's strike cold. you as a little weird that we're trying to deny his sexuality. You would think that she would be like, um, "Oh, he's the best lover ever." Like I wanted to get in his pants because mm-hmm. he's so heterosexual. Like this is like a weird reverse counterintuitive. Where he's so heterosexual that he appears not heterosexual. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's again, like all so full circle. Like ask asking people to touch your bits. While you're getting a massage, I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. You got to believe Kirstie Alley, known liar, or a bunch of other people. Who we don't know. Who we don't know that well. And guess what? I'm willing to put my money yeah. on all those other people. Funny. Hmm. Um, speaking of clubs that we don't want people joining, I would like to tell you about my D-bag. His name is Justin Bieber because he's trying to join our club. Oh, what Justin club is Bieber. That? Well, America. Oh, so Justin club? Bieber... Uh, we assumed last week that he and Haley Baldwin had maybe secretly gotten married. Okay. We seem to be slightly closer to confirmation that they are indeed legally married. Okay. Um, however, it would make sense if you run the tape all the way through, uh, with this piece of the narrative, Justin Bieber, who has born, was born and raised in Ontario, Canada, has now also applied for dual citizenship. Oh. He wants to also be American. I've also read other mm, reports that he just wants to be an American citizen. So, uh, okay. Which would explain <laughs> partly. I'm to choose my words. I know real it's hard carefully. because I know it's hard. Because we live in a crazy world. But if we can just go back to the part of time when, when he was peeing in buckets. And we were like, it's okay, Justin Bieber, you don't, you can be Canada, just stay Canada. Mm-hmm. He wants to be American now, and so he's married Haley Baldwin and has started to apply oh, for I wonder, American well, I mean, citizenship. You know, we've heard that this relationship is totally fake, and uh, for the purpose mm-hmm. of burnishing her career mm-hmm. and getting her some money, maybe there's some sort of mutual benefit. I would, if I were working at the FBI right about now, mm-hmm. I think I might start asking some questions. Now, I do want you to know that uh, there is there is a stipulation that he needs to be a person of good moral character oh. in order to receive well, citizenship. I would just I mean, say that there may be a record. I, by the way, think that's kind of dumb. What I mean, I feel like if we're going to have that rule that you have to be of good moral character, that then everybody in order, that was if you born, were born here, here and you don't have you good, be, yeah, like you could lose it. Mm-hmm. How about Should that? Watch your back. Yeah, mm-hmm. take that. <laughs> okay. Then.
Um, all right. Now, uh, oh, one more thing. I, this is actually, we just talked about D-bags. I want to talk about how people in our listening audience can be the opposite of a D-bag and can, in fact, be helpful. Okay. We are doing a diaper drive. Oh, I didn't know where you were going. With I this, know, but now, but I now you see. Where you're going. Yeah. We are doing a diaper drive to help uh, those who've been affected by uh, Florence. And so... In that spirit, we at My Talk 1071 have set up two different drop points where we will accept donations of diapers and wipes that will go to diaper banks, uh, to a diaper bank in North Carolina. So all you have to do is go to MyTalk1071.com, keyword diaper, and that will give you the, uh, it'll give you all the information on how to donate, where to donate, when you can donate. But just so you know, Wednesday, next Wednesday, or this Wednesday, I'm sorry, the 19th from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., Rosedale, uh, that's where we will be. And you and I will be stopping by from 9 to 10 on Wednesday. On Thursday from uh, 9 a.m. to 6 p.m., the general store of Minnetonka is the drop location. So start getting diapers, start getting wipes. Yeah, and, and here's the ready. thing. Make sure it's diapers and wipes, nothing more, nothing less. Meaning we, um, we're we not going to take uh, other donations. Last year we did something very similar and we kind of took everything. Right. Um, but this year we want to make sure um, that we're, we're doing the diapers. Diapers, wipes, and money. Yeah. Those are the three options. Uh, so find out more by going to mytalk1071.com, keyword diaper. And when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, I have a new hero. Me? Oh, great. Awesome. You're not the one I wanted to talk about. Nope. I want to talk nice. about a guy who is my hero because he can eat a lot of sushi. I mean, okay. More sushi than you can even imagine. We'll tell you about right. him after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Oh my gosh, you guys, I have a new hero. This okay. is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Who's your hero? Okay. He's a German triathlete. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited to tell you about him. Now, okay. Bradley, um, I'll tell you what he did, and then I'll you'll be able to figure out why he's my hero. So this German triathlete, his name is Jaroslav Bobrowski. Um, he's on a very interesting diet where he fasts for 20 hours. Okay. And then he eats, quote until I'm full. Okay. So not until I'm full, but until he's full. Yeah. And so in order to do that, uh, over the last weekend, he went to a sushi restaurant called running sushi. Okay. And at running sushi, you can eat all the sushi. You can. Okay. It's like all you can eat sushi buffet. Exactly. Yum. Although I'm not usually a fan of sushi buffets, but go for it. I like buffets. Do you? Well, so does Mr. Bobrowski. Okay. Because at running sushi last weekend, he ate 100 plates of sushi. Whoa. Now, does each plate have multiple pieces on it? I'm guessing yes. Wow. So here's the deal. The I haven't done the conversion, but just for all intents and purposes, it is $15.90 for sushi. Okay. I think it figures out to be about like 18 something for us. At like an $18.58. Oh, there you go. $18.58 for all you can eat sushi. And all he could eat was 100 plates of sushi. That's a lot. That in and of itself. Probably more than $18. But like 
amazing, yeah. something to marvel at, right? For sure. He was banned from running sushi. He is no longer welcome there. Um, they banned him they for banned eating him too much. For eating too much sushi. <sighs> okay, wow, couple things. Seems... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, is there a limit posted somewhere? It well, seems like you can't... I mean, seems a little silly. This is my point. You, if it's if it's billed as all you can eat sushi, it's not all we think you can eat sushi. Or all we think you should be allowed to eat. Yeah, then it's just or all you can eat within our. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Later determined limits, sushi. It's yeah. not. It's all you can eat sushi, and he could eat a lot of sushi, and he should be able to eat a lot of sushi if he wants to eat a lot of sushi. <laughs> so he goes in there and eats his 100 plates of sushi. He pays his $18 and how many cents? 58. 58 cents. And the owner, instead of saying, thank you, come again, but wait a while till we can replenish, says you don't get to come back ever again. Meanwhile, other things you need to know, Mr. Bobrowski has been there more than once. He's actually a frequent visitor. Yeah, something I I, I smelled as we were um, thinking about this story. A little fishy. Um, No, perhaps that, you know, this was not the first time this had happened and maybe they were like, okay. You have now been, you are eating us out of house and home, mm-hmm. sir, or should I say Herr Bobrowski. Um, so, yeah, I, although I feel like every, every uh, buffet is probably going to have a guy like this. And don't you just pay, does, don't all of the idiots who pay the $18.58 who eat one plate pay for this guy? That is my husband. Right. Right? My husband is that guy. He always says buffets are lost on me because he can't eat enough to cover it. And I feel like somebody else is making up for that. Right? I agree with you. And I'm personally angry about this. I would like to get this man an opportunity to really eat all he can eat wherever he wants, although he lives too far away. Bradley, why is it that this man is my hero? Um, Well, oh, because he likes to eat sushi or because he has eaten a ton of food at a buffet and um, what's my life dream? Your life goal is to sit at a buffet all day and eat. Yes. My life goal is to go to a buffet right as they're about to change it from lunch or from breakfast to lunch, sit through the change, eat the lunch and still be there when it turns from lunch to dinner. Yeah. Which you so can, that I can do eat all the meals anytime the you want. The problem is you're going to have to pay for it. Yeah. Like we go to this buffet all the time called Supermoon. It's amazing. And uh, there is a sign clearly posted that says if you have been here for longer than three hours, you will be charged again. 
because who in their right mind needs to beat a buffet for three hours? I mean, I love to eat, but geez, three hours is a long time. Here's a way that you can fulfill your dream, Colleen, Mm. in a sensible fashion, (laughs) is that you go to the buffet at the tail end of lunch service, and then it transitions into dinner service. That way, you can sit at the buffet and get all the meals without breaking the three-hour rule. But that's my problem, is that that does not accomplish, I want all three meals. Okay, but why can't you just go to all three meals? Yeah. You guys... I this is a thing. I want you to make your dream come true. But you, you, but then I can't retrofit my dream. What do you mean? My dream. I mean, I can't, or I can't not retrofit. I can't, like, I can't try to squeeze my dream into something else. <laughs> my dream is to just eat all of the buffet all day long. Okay, that's it. Do you really think that you would feel that way after about two hours? Because I feel like I we would run into Colleen about six hours in and she'd be like, yeah, I kind of feel like I've had everything I need to have now. Yeah. Because look, I am there. I love a buffet. I, I love, love a buffet. buffet. And I was just there uh, two weeks ago getting my, because I, I get that itch every once in a while. You get the buffet itch. I, I know. Little, I know that itch. And you got to scratch it with the salad bar yeah. tongs. But I, well, mm-hmm. usually what happens is I got to itch it. I got to scratch it. And then about three plates in, I'm like, okay, so I'm good now. I'm good for another six weeks or so until I get that itch again. And then I'm like, I got to have it. I got to have that cream cheese wonton. I got to have one of those weird skewers of chicken where I don't really know where that meat came from because it looks it's no part I've ever seen on a chicken, but it's real good. (laughs) Those grill marks are just too darn deep. Yeah. Here's why I don't. I love this story. This guy is my hero. What I don't like about this story and the reason why the guy is my hero is because I feel like he has gamed the buffet. My sadness in this story is that it turns out. The buffet is lying to you because the buffet is presented to you as though there are no rules. Yeah. And I appreciate that, right? Generally, there when are you very say all you can eat, that life. means all you can eat or alles du can essen. That's what, what I'm thinking, right? I'm thinking it's an invitation. Like, here, come here and eat all you can eat. Yeah. But what I'm hearing in the story that is disheartening to me is there are limits. Yeah. And we're going to tell you what they are. And I don't it's like kind that. Of life, man, right? Like, yeah. they'll sell you one thing, and then you get there, and you're like, "Oh crap, mm-hmm. that was a house of lies." Well, this has been ultimately quite depressing. I was hoping that you guys would maybe cheer me on and let me know that my dreams were a possibility, but I don't think they are. When we come back, I mean, are you really going to be Colleen that depressed about it? Honestly, when we come back, why don't we just go to the buffet and you'll be fine? You'll scratch that itch. When we come back Hmm. on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to check in with somebody else that we checked in with last week before Florence made landfall. Mark, who's in North Carolina. We're going to talk to him and see how things are going after this. My talk 1071. Everything. We were somewhere around Barstow on the edge of the desert when the drugs began to take hold. Entertainment.